Well, famine is tightening its grip on the people of Somalia. In fact, overnight, the UN Food Agency warned the countries on the verge of a full-blown famine. God help them, eh? Dan Wordsworth from World Vision. How many people are suffering from this famine in Somalia? Well, of the total population, about half. So between six to seven million people in general are hungry tonight in Somalia. Um, For those kids under the age of five, it's 1.5 million kids are about to fall into acute malnutrition. So we are talking large numbers, Bill. I imagine it's the children who suffer most. It is because they're most vulnerable to malnutrition Mm. and, and that emerges from hunger. And, you know, they're in a place like Somalia, so they have less resources to battle this, both personally and within their own community. Well, mate, what's being done to help? Well, organisations like World Vision have been rushing in, and actually we've been in there for a while now. We've been in Somalia for a long time, but we've, we've seen this crisis coming, and so we're prepared. It's just, you know, we're just talking overwhelming numbers. So what we do is we run um, centres for kids who are malnourished. And once we get those kids in there, we can look after them and get them out of this. So a, a child that's severely malnourished can be, you know, back onto the road of recovery within days, actually. So is it fair to say it's a race against time? Yes, it's a race against time. You know, we, we've got to be on the ground. We've got to be able to find the kids that are suffering. and We need to be able to find those that are suffering the most and get them into these facilities. And then we look after them. And so it's, it's a rush to find them. But then we have the approaches that can actually fix the problem. I'm talking with Dan Wordsworth from World Vision. So, mate... What's caused this famine in Somalia? You know, it's a blend of three things. And it's, you know, I think things that we've all seen, it's, it's the ongoing effects of climate and climate change, which, you know, really impacts vulnerable countries like Somalia. It's, it's um, conflict. And so this is the, you know, there's conflict inside Somalia. There's been a civil war there for a long time. But the conflict inside Ukraine has also upset the in sort of entire food system yes. around the world, and that's had a big impact. But also these countries like us are also emerging from COVID, and so you've had economic slowdowns, you've had a lack of work happening on farms. Uh, so you have all of that combining, COVID, conflict, and climate change uh, is what's creating this. And for a place like Somalia, they've really gone through four years with very, very little rain, and now we're reaping that bitter harvest. Mate, it kind of feels like deja vu. I mean, I remember Bob Geldof in the 80s. Surely famine doesn't need to exist in 2022? I mean, I, it shouldn't exist. Unfortunately, it still does. You know, what's happening now is families are going to bed hungry. Kids are desperately hungry. This stuff shouldn't happen, but unfortunately it does. And, um, you know, at least we're there on the ground and we can respond. And Australians have always been generous and we know they'll be generous again. Mate, do you worry that with all the other problems facing the world, any famine in Somalia will simply be allowed to run its course? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not worried that it will just be neglected. I know the international community knows what's happening. We at World Vision, we're, we're actually launching the, you know, our largest response ever to a hunger crisis. We're trying to raise $2 billion around the world to respond to this, reaching tens of millions of people in many different countries. Somalia is just ground zero. It's the worst place. But Australians also know about this. The Australian people will step up, and I know they'll rely on World Vision to respond, and we will. So we're going to be there, and we'll find those kids, and we'll do something about it. I'm going myself in about 10 days into one of the worst affected areas in the southern part of Somalia to make sure we're doing a good job. 
So, mate, how do you prepare yourself for what you're going to see? Well, I have uh, the advantage in that I've done this for a long time and so I've spent 20 years working on these kinds of things. So I go in there knowing what I'm going to find, knowing that World Vision already has a team on the ground working on this, knowing that that we're doing something so it's not desperate in that way and it's not crushing in that way. I don't imagine it makes it any easier, though. It's never easy when you see children suffering. Yeah, that never changes. Uh, The only thing that I've got going for us is the realisation that we can do something about it. That makes a huge difference, by the way. If you went in there and there was nothing you could do, it would be desperate, it would be horrible. It is desperate and horrible, but we can do something about it. So, are you sanguine about the situation? It's not so much that I'm optimistic. or It's a bit like, you know, when you're like, a, you know, in a way, it's like a much larger version of a house fire and we're like fire, firemen, you know, so we know what we're doing. We know how to respond. We don't want to have to. We don't want to be in this situation, but we can, and we feel like we can do something, and so it's okay. Dan, God bless you, and I'm sure you're going with all the prayers of everyone who hears this program. God bless you, and thanks very much Thank for you. talking to us today. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate the prayers. Thank you.